This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Spoonful Magazine. What if your favorite cookbook were to refresh itself four times a year as the seasons change? Well, that's Spoonful Magazine. Order a one-year subscription now at SpoonfulMag.com and receive free shipping with the promotion code SPILLEDMILK. That's SpoonfulMag.com, promotion code SPILLEDMILK. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about lemon squares, also known as lemon bars. I don't know. Should we get right in on that? Let's just get right in on it. Uh, I mean, we, we do need to go down memory lane for sure, but maybe maybe we need to define our terms before we I've, even do I that. I have always known them as lemon bars. I have too. And for some reason, when I suggested the episode topic and then like when I put it on the agenda and everything, I wrote lemon squares and it still sounds wrong and I don't know why I did it I think maybe I thought I was being fancy you were proving that you understand geometry that's always fancy well but then I disproved that because when I tried to cut them into squares <laughs> I think we've definitely got like a trapezoidal situation if going you on here. I mean I hid the What's rest the of them between a trapezoid and a rhombus okay so a a rhombus has uh, two. Okay, a rhombus is a square that's tilted over. It has uh, four uh, sides of the same length. Okay, and but it's opposite tilted. sides are parallel. They're not, but 90 it degrees. may be tilted. Okay. So a square is a rhombus, but a rhombus isn't necessarily a square. A trapezoid is a quadrilateral with only one pair of parallel sides. Boy, this is going to be our most listened to episode <laughs> right now. All across the world, people are like pulling their phones out of their pockets like, I've got to tell everybody about this. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, let's call them lemon bars. Okay. No, let's because... call them fucking lemon rhombuses. <laughs> You know, they're actually trapezoids. I mean, and, you know, Um, uh, I'm looking at the recipe right here, and the recipe title is fucking lemon rhombuses, so... (laughs) I think I did. I did a pretty great. That's what it says. Fucking lemon rhombuses. It's from Serious Eats. (laughs) (laughs) It's from (laughs) SeriousFuckingEats.com. Okay. Uh, Anyway, um, can I eat one of these? Yes, please. Go ahead. I'm hungry. That's a good reason. Although, as I'm always telling my child, if you're hungry, you should eat some food that like fuels your body. Yeah, I, I try not and, just like fun food. Right, I try and tell my kid that too, or at least I did back when she was a, of an impressionable age rather than a pre-adolescent like 
I'm, I'm not even going to listen to your bullshit age. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't think I ever sold it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, you know, why don't you when have June's a snack like, with some protein that'll fill you up? Like, meanwhile, I'm like reaching my hand into a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos. Um, you should like hear me in the yogurt section at the grocery store trying to talk to June. Because inevitably she points to like the jankiest, like sweetest, non-fat yogurt. So then we have to we have to stand there and have a conversation about why I'm not going to buy it. Sure. Which usually comes down to me being like, I refuse to buy non-fat yogurt. Right. And then she wants to know why. And then it's just like, well. That explains why I got into a conversation with your child when we were eating ice cream. And she said, I'm glad it's not (laughs) non-fat. Because, believe me, that kid wants all the non-fat yogurt flavors. And I am like, girlfriend, I refuse to buy you non-fat yogurt. That is garbage. Let's eat some real yogurt. One time I was with Iris in the in the ice cream section of the supermarket, and she wanted to uh, get something that was Skinny Cow brand. And I'm like, fuck no. No. <laughs> no. All right. So um, what do you what do you mm. think of this lemon bar slash square? I think this square? is great, but why don't I have powdered sugar on it, Matthew? Okay, so let's mm. we've got some powdered sugar here, mm. and I think we should we should try powdering it. Mm. Here's the thing I realized as I was uh, preparing for this episode mentally and physically by studying <laughs> geometry, like what's a rhombus? There are I think there are two kinds of lemon bars slash squares. There's like the classic Betty Crocker kind, and then there's like a more modern kind that I think this is a representative of, where the mm. The topping is much um, moister, yes, and this thicker is, and more custardy. This is really like a particularly set lemon curd, whereas yep. I think of the lemon bars of my youth as having less of a distinct texture difference between the lemon part and the shortbread part. Yeah, and when I started looking at recipes, like I see why that is because this one, you you make a custard on the stove, you pour it into the pan on top of the pre baked crust. And then uh, you bake it with foil on top for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And like a classic recipe, you bake uncovered for like half an hour. So it's really going to dry out. It's going to get that that dry layer on top. You can put your powdered sugar on and it won't melt. Mm, I think I like this best with powdered sugar. Why why were you hesitant to put powdered sugar on it? Mm. Not because I didn't think it was going to be good, but I didn't want to do it before you came over because I think it'll like dissolve and get and turn into a slick that's true the top of this looks so wet i mean it looks like a like a like a jello it looks like it looks like a jello <laughs> uh-huh. what's the collective I'm really, noun for I'm really jellos into using articles right now mm-hmm. it looks like the jello <laughs> it looks like an jello <laughs> i was gonna say that does it look like the jello of your youth what in terms of ingredients makes this a more custardy one? Is it more like egg yolk? Does it? Yeah. Okay. It's got so this uh, for an eight by eight pan. Like I, I felt like I was going egg nuts while I was making this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just staring blankly at Matthew as he says egg nuts. <laughs> so I'm, I'm describing the size of of my nuts. <laughs> I mean, would you say they would fit in a soup spoon? I, I think we're going to say suitcase. <laughs> no, they won't quite fit in an average uh, carry-on suitcase. I have to check them when I fly. <laughs> is this the dumbest thing we've ever said on the show? No, it is not as dumb as pretty much the entire Rolling Pin episode. Okay, good. 
Um, whacking the dough. Still at it. Uh, what, what were we even... I, I feel like I was making an act. Oh, what makes it special? So I said I went egg nuts. Egg nuts. I, so I used... Well, I, I mean, I used because the recipe told me to. And this is uh, Stella Park's Brave Tarts recipe from Serious Eats. We'll link to it. And it's it's not actually called fucking lemon rhombuses or whatever. <laughs> Um, you, don't, you don't say. And so it uses three whole eggs and eight egg yolks. Oh, my God. So when it, can you imagine what that looks like in a bowl? Whoa. It and how big wild. a pan is this? Eight by eight pan. So pretty so, small. So you're making like a intensely... It, how is this different from just making a lemon curd? I mean, a lemon curd has a lot of egg yolks. <laughs> it is a lemon curd. It just sets more firmly than my usual lemon curd. Yeah. Because, I guess because of the, all the egg? Uh, there's tons of egg, and you're and you're taking it up to like 180 degrees or whatever. Mm, okay, okay. And so a different kind of lemon bar that is of the more, the, the variety that, that you might find at like an old lady's tea at the senior center. Yes. Like, what would that have in it? Well, uh, I mean, it's the same basic ingredient. You're not separating eggs for that, certainly. So it's got, sometimes oh. it has, sometimes oh, it has like okay. a starch, like a flour or a cornstarch in the curd to to set it, but not always. Okay. But basically, you're you're making a thinner layer with less egg yolk, so it's going to set harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're uh, baking it longer, uncovered, and it just you know becomes it's a totally different cookie. So, to give you an idea how different these are, my sister in law Wendy came over last time we made this recipe, mm-hmm. and she said this is good, but it's not a lemon bar to me. This is kind of like a slice of like a lemon curd tart. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. what we have going on here. Have you ever made that uh, Pierre Hermé lemon tart that's got oh, like... Oh, it's like really creamy. Really creamy. Yes. It's kind Actually, of, this I don't is know that halfway. I've made it. I've eaten it there. This is kind of... In, in the same way that some things are halfway between a trowel and a tweezer, this, I feel like, is halfway between a classic Betty Crocker lemon bar and a Pierre Hermé lemon tart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I, what I love about this is how intensely lemony it is. There is no bigger bummer in life... None. None than a lemon bar that doesn't make use of the sourness of lemon. And, I mean, this has a fuck ton of lemon. Uh, It's got eight large lemons, the juice and zest of. Whoa. Um, So And some of the zest goes into the crust. Wow. I like this. Yeah, this is is top to bottom lemon. This is top to bottom lemon, which is how I like my lemon. Right. I would choose this over the old school leathery lemon bars any day, but I understand the the nostalgic appeal of those. I have to say, they do have nostalgic appeal for me, but they have to be really, really, really lemony, and they are not usually. Yeah. Uh, So... It seems like maybe we should be uh, developing a hybrid recipe that gives you the the nostalgic texture of the Betty Crocker one, but yeah. with the lemon flavor of a modern one. It's too bad that I hate recipe development. Oh, I so hate it I so much. Like, I cannot stand developing recipes. I lose patience after, like, round one. Yes. Oh, that's and, exactly it. Yeah, but I'm my like, problem is I also have really high standards, so I'll be like, I don't like this very much, but God, I don't want to make it again. I'm just going to move on. Wow, you must be real fun on a date. <laughs> 
Um, no, <clears throat> I, I'm exactly the same way. My standards for people are lower <laughs> okay, than my standards good. for food. Thank goodness mm-hmm. for all of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, that No, I'm the same way. Like, I go in thinking, like, I'm going to create the best, uh, you know, green chili ever. And I make it once. I'm like, oh, this is good enough. Like, I'll put a little more salt in next time, but mm-hmm. not actually test it again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I'm done. And that's why I don't write cookbooks. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. The truth comes out. Wow, this is this is a, a Matthew and Molly tell all kind of kind of show. Oh yeah. So now now you know about sizes of our various parts, and you know how how uh, we feel about recipe development and what we're like on a date. Yeah. Um, what and, more is there to life? Yeah, that's pretty much it. This episode is brought to you by The Great Courses Plus. With The Great Courses Plus, you get unlimited access to a huge library of lectures. We're talking. Over 7,000 lectures. Yeah, like gardening, history, arts, cooking. Cooking. So have you ever read the book The Making of a Chef by Michael Rollman? I have, yeah, he about goes, the CIA. Yeah, he goes to the Culinary Institute of America, the CIA, and spends like a whole year there basically learning to be a chef and writing about it as a journalist. And like I read that book and I was so jealous. Like I want to go to the CIA and not have to pay for it and, uh, you know, study with master chefs and learn all of these techniques. And now you can from the comfort of your own living room. Yes. Matthew, The Great Courses has this course called The Everyday Gourmet Rediscovering the Lost Art of Cooking. And they made it in partnership with the Culinary Institute of America. And so it's taught by actual CIA teachers. Yeah, so like a real master chef from the CIA. And like, it's one of these guys, when you watch him, you're like, if I tied this guy up, he would still be able to cook more stuff than me. And I'm not saying I'm going to tie wow. up the guy on the on the episode, on the uh, wow. lectures. But so I watched an episode about uh, knife skills. And, you know, I'm, I'm one of these people who are like, you know, I know how to cook. And like, I learned a ton from this lecture. Uh, I watched one about stir frying, which is something I do all the time. And it had really great examples of like how to structure a vegetable stir fry. There were some really great vegetarian recipes on there and I'm sometimes like stuck in a meat stir fry rut. So I appreciated (laughs) that. And, you know, I also hear that um, The Great Courses has new stuff every month. So there's probably going to be more of this coming at you really soon. And the other thing is that with The Great Courses Plus, you can stream it to any of your devices, mobile, uh, you know, your computer, your TV, your smartphone. You could uh, sit outside under a tree and watch a lecture on photography taught by a National Geographic photographer. Is National Geographic known for having decent photographs? I'm not Hmm. sure. Okay. Okay. So if you sign up for The Great Courses Plus today, you are going to get an incredible offer from us, an entire month of unlimited access to all of their lectures for a whole month for free. So to do that, you go to thegreatcoursesplus.com slash milk. That's thegreatcoursesplus.com slash milk. So what more is there to lemon bars is another question. Um, well, I don't know. What else is there to lemon bars? When, wh- hey, we never went down memory lane. Oh, you're absolutely right. Well, I mean, my memory lane is all the, the classic kind. Yeah, mine um, too. And I remember my mom loves lemon bars. Like, there are things that moms love. Yeah. What, what kinds of things does your mom love? Uh, moons. Anything with a moon oh, on that's it. That's right. I've seen lots of moons at your mom's house. Cheesecake. 
cheesecake. I love I love your mom. Hi, Judy. Um, like uh, classic uh, New York deli sandwiches, but only when they're really good. Like pastrami or corned beef, or like wh- which direction does she go? Um, that's a good question. I think I think she's more of a corned beef. Okay. Okay. Um, and uh, her grandchildren. And her grandchildren. Oh my god! But I mean, that's that's like in like fifth place after those Judy other things. Judy Amster, dream mom. <laughs> she would she would sell all of her grandchildren to get something with a real nice moon painted on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my mom, at a certain point in her life, really loved lemon bars. I'm not sure if she still does. My mom really loves. Yeah. Mm, I feel like her tastes have changed a lot over oh, the years. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like. Uh, my mom really loves a good burger, and I okay. like that yeah. in a woman. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, I like somebody who can really get down on a good burger. Yeah. Let's see here. What else does my mom like? Ah, oh, my mom loves Negronis. Oh, that's that's uh, that's Big like Negroni a sophisticated drink. mom move, I think. Yeah, my mom is a sophisticated mom. Let's be real. Yeah. I, my mom also likes... My mom can wear some serious high heels. I nice. mean, it is impressive. Is your mom single? <laughs> she is, in <laughs> fact, everyone. My mom is single. Hey, mom, you're welcome. Okay, so we're going to post a uh, photo of uh, Molly's mom <laughs> <laughs> and a picture of some lemon bars. <laughs> and uh, and uh, uh, an ad for selling all of Judy Amster's grandchildren. <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be get herself some more moon on stuff. On Craigslist. It's, it, you know, like uh, sell or trade. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Which category does that go in? Like, oh, like, uh, like, uh, it's isn't there like a catch-all category on Craigslist for like uh, illegal stuff that shouldn't be happening? <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Madison Reed. Madison Reed is salon quality hair color with an authentic personal touch. So I went to the Madison Reed website and it is so cool. You answer a few questions that are very easy to answer and they tell you exactly which shade of hair color is perfect for you. Oh, that's kind of cool. And all of its colors are six free, which means they contain no ammonia, parabens, resorcinol, PPD, phthalates, or gluten. Some of those things you've never heard of, but you probably don't want them. So you can find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit if you use the code SPILLEDMILK. That is madison-reed.com and use the code SPILLEDMILK. Well, I feel like we've done this episode. Um, I, I feel like we have too, except I, I think it's like 12 minutes long. But is that really a problem? I, mean, I don't know. It's kind like, of a, like, an, a, like a jam-packed 12 minutes. It's true. And we're going to keep in all that stuff before we introduce the show. Great. Right? Yeah, um, I think so. <laughs> and, you know, it's not, how much did you pay for this episode? I'm going to guess nothing. Yeah. So, so um, and you didn't get any lemon squares. That's true. Um, as, as our slogan suggests. I mean, suggests. lemon bars. Um, and, I mean, we'll throw in uh, some of our children. <laughs> Yeah. For free. Uh, we'll link to um, to Stella Park's Sunny Lemon Bars recipe. Yeah, and I uh, we can also link to a classic Betty Crocker. So I think uh, the reason I keep saying Betty Crocker is I did a little bit of research, and I think Betty Crocker actually originated lemon bars in the 60s. Oh, God, that's really brilliant. Yeah. That's that's really cool. Yeah, there, there's, there are a bunch of these like classic American recipes that you would think like nobody knows who who did it first, but, but actually Betty we Crocker know. Betty Crocker did it. Was there actually a woman named Betty Crocker? No, absolutely fictional. Wow, and yet. like, like This fictional woman has done more than we will ever do. Yes, yes. Like, like the lady on murder she wrote. 
Angela Lansbury? Yeah. <laughs> well, who who was the character she played? Oh, jeez. I That lady has done she did so much for humanity and she doesn't even exist. I I don't. I bet she likes lemon bars. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure she would bake like she would put the lemon bars in the oven, the old school kind that bake for like half and an hour. And she would hour. like solve a she mystery. Would solve a murder. And then she would go back and the lemon bars would be perfectly cooked. Yep. Yep. Oh God, I, I haven't seen that show in so long. I think I think we need to pull up and watch an episode of Murder She Wrote after we after we do this episode. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm not joking. Okay. Uh, okay, you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com, where we'll post all those things we just said we'd post. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com and uh, tell us: Are you more of a rhombus or more of a parallelogram? Uh, tra- don't forget the trapezoid. Don't out forget there. the trapezoid. Um, I feel like this is some sort of Cosmo quiz about like what shape of dress you should wear, right? <laughs> Or like, are you an ectomorph or an endomorph? Oh, or uh, these are types Mesomorph. of ghosts, right? <laughs> Ectoplasm? No, actually, these are, I, ag- these are again, geologic eras of oh, the of Earth. Oh, of course, yes. <laughs> oh, the ectomorphic era when everyone was, if I knew what that meant, I would be I think, able to finish this I think this that's joke. if you're very, I think that's if you tend toward being very thin. Okay, so like like real like skinny dinosaurs, like uh, like <laughs> raptors and... Yeah, it was a time of famine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now I feel <laughs> like hungry, hungry little, like hungry, hippos, skinny dinosaurs. Hippos. Hungry, hungry hippos. I didn't realize they were like starving hippos. Now I'm sad. Okay. I loved that game when I was I a did kid. Too. Something, something. I loved it. I will tell you what my mother likes. It's getting rid of hungry, hungry hippos. <laughs> the loudest, most obnoxious game your kids will ever it play. It is the worst yes. in terms of noise. Don't uh, ever give it to my child. Okay. I, I. I might. Uh, and until next time, uh, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, <laughs> the show where we cook something delicious and refuse to feed it to a dinosaur and it starves. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterberg. hey Whoa, that was wow, loud. That's so loud. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. It's Thursday morning. Time to go deaf. I mean, to be fair, you were the one who yelled at the microphone. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, okay. Are um, we back within a safe range? I think we are. I'm going to okay. keep an eye on it. I still have a hair down my shirt. God, I... Is it that hard to find? Well, but, sometimes it like. <laughs> I mean, you can go in the bathroom and dig oh, for God. it. I mean, I'm wearing a sports bra. I, I mean, I think we have a trowel. <laughs> if that would help. I don't think my breasts serve the kind of size that would require, that would any, require a trowel? any sort of tools to move them. <laughs> Let's be real here, people. What about oh, tweezers? Tweezers. <laughs> well. I feel like let me let me think about this. To give the listeners some context, not that anyone's going to hear this part, but uh, Molly Molly was making fun of my baldness just before we turned the microphone. Because I was saying, on. Matthew, do you remember when you had long hair and you'd get a hair down your that shirt? That is not what you said. What you do said you is, do you, you remember when you had hair? <laughs> I re- I know exactly what you said because it well, so inflicted now, now another scar. Now I'm just scar. rubbing in the fact that I have hair and I have breasts. I know. I I have. That's right. I got nothing here. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's just say that, that my breast size is between, like, tweezers and, <laughs> and a trowel. trowel. <laughs> Wait. What, what's in there? Like, so, uh, is it possible mm, that some listeners are picturing, like, one, one uh, tweezer no. size and one trowel size? <laughs> no, no. You know what? Let's say the size of, like, a, like a kitchen spoon, like you'd use for stirring a pot of soup that you're cooking. I don't mm, think that's accurate. That, but. <laughs> well, I'm wearing a sports bar right now, dude. That's why they look so flat. <laughs> 
Okay. No, no, uh, no, I was saying that t- was too small, not too soup large. Spoon. Okay. <laughs> soup spoon. All right. Great. Great. Everyone. <laughs> I'm you just going to sit here and grab myself right, you and know, see what I think. You know, sometimes we, we ask listeners to draw a picture and send it in. This isn't one of those times. 